Manhood, Chapter Eight, The First Journey with the Reindeer. Those were happy days for Claus when he carried his accumulation of toys to the children, who had awaited them so long. During his imprisonment in the valley, he had been so industrious that all his shelves were filled with playthings, and after quickly supplying the little ones living nearby, he saw he must now extend his travels to wider fields. Remembering the time when he had journeyed with Ak through all the world, he knew children were everywhere, and he longed to make as many as possible happy with his gifts. So he loaded a great sack with all kinds of toys, slung it upon his back that he might carry it more easily, and started off on a longer trip than he had yet undertaken. Wherever he showed his merry face, in hamlet or in farmhouse, he received a cordial welcome. For his fame had spread into far lands. At each village, the children swarmed about him, following his footsteps wherever he went, and the women thanked him gratefully for the joy he brought their little ones. And the men looked upon him curiously that he should devote his time to such a queer occupation as toy making. But every one smiled on him and gave him kindly words, and Claus felt amply repaid for his long journey. When the sack was empty, he went back again to the Laughing Valley, and once more filled it to the brim. This time he followed another road, into a different part of the country, and carried his happiness to many children who never before had owned a toy or guessed that such a delightful plaything existed. After a third journey, so far away that Claus was many days walking the distance. The store of toys became exhausted, and without delay he set about making a fresh supply. From seeing so many children and studying their tastes, he had acquired several new ideas about toys. The dollies were, he had found, the most delightful of all playthings for babies and little girls, and often those who could not say dolly would call for a doll in their sweet baby talk. So Claus resolved to make many dolls of all sizes and to dress them in bright-colored clothing. The older boys and even some of the girls loved the images of animals, so he still made cats and elephants and horses. And many of the little fellows had musical natures and longed for drums and cymbals and whistles and horns. So he made a number of toy drums with tiny sticks to beat them with. And he made whistles from the willow trees, and horns from the bog reeds, and cymbals from bits of beaten metal. All this kept him busily at work, and before he realized it, the winter season came, with deeper snows than usual, and he knew he could not leave the valley with his heavy pack. Moreover, the next trip would take him farther from home than ever before. And Jack Frost was mischievous enough to nip his nose and ears, if he undertook the long journey while the Frost King reigned. The Frost King was Jack's father, and never reproved him for his pranks. So Claus remained at his workbench, but he whistled and sang as merrily as ever, for he would allow no disappointment to sour his temper or make him unhappy. One bright morning, he looked from his window. And saw two of the deer he had known in the forest walking toward his house. Claus was surprised, not that the friendly deer should visit him, but that they should walk on the surface of the snow as easily as if it were solid ground. 
notwithstanding the fact that throughout the valley the snow lay many feet deep. He had walked out of his house a day or two before, and had sunk to his armpits in a drift. So when the deer came near, he opened the door and called to them, "'Good morning, Flossie. Tell me, how are you able to walk on the snow so easily?' "'It is frozen hard,' answered Flossie. "'The Frost King has breathed on it,' said Glossie, coming up, "'and the surface is now as solid as ice.' "'Perhaps,' remarked Claus thoughtfully, "'I might now carry my pack of toys to the children.' "'Is it a long journey?' asked Flossie. "'Yes, it will take me many days, for the pack is heavy,' answered Claus. "'Then the snow would melt before you could get back,' said the deer. "'You must wait until spring, Claus.' Claus sighed. Oh, "'Had I your feet,' said he, "'I could make the journey in a day.' "'But you have not,' returned Glossy, "'looking at his own slender legs with pride. "'Perhaps I could ride upon your back. "'Claus ventured to remark, after a pause. "'Oh, no, our backs are not strong enough to bear your weight,' said Flossie decidedly. "'But if you had a sledge, and could harness us to it, "'we might draw you easily, and your pack as well.' "'I'll make a sledge,' exclaimed Claus. "'Will you agree to draw me if I do?' "'Well,' replied Flossie, We must first go and ask the Nooks, who are our guardians, for permission. But if they consent, and you can make a sledge and harness, we will gladly assist you. Then at once, cried Claus, eagerly, I am sure the friendly Nooks will give their consent, and by the time you are back I shall be ready to harness you to my sledge. Flossie and Glossie, being dear of much intelligence, had long wished to see the great world, so they gladly ran over the frozen snow to ask the Nooks if they might carry Claus on his journey. Meantime, the toy-maker hurriedly began the construction of a sledge, using material from his woodpile. He made two long runners that turned upward at the front ends, and across these nailed short boards to make a platform. It was soon completed, but was as rude in appearance as it is possible for a sledge to be. The harness was more difficult to prepare, but Claus twisted strong cords together and knotted them so they would fit around the necks of the deer in the shape of a collar. From these ran other cords to fasten the deer to the front of the sledge. Before the work was complete, Glossy and Flossy were back from the forest, having been granted permission by Will Nook to make the journey with Claus, provided they would to Burzee by daybreak the next morning. "'That is not a very long time,' said Flossie. "'But we are swift and strong, and if we get started by this evening we can travel many miles during the night.' 